And we're live. And we are live. Welcome to, this is episode 27 mm-hmm. of the Spoken Openness Podcast. Uh, 27. To, today, we're going to talk about some subjects, topics, thoughts, waves, ideas, considerations, memes, yeah, attempts. Uh, yeah, so we've got, I've got a little quote here. We've been starting with quotes and we're starting and here's the quote. The quote is open quotes. When you want to help people, you tell them the truth. When you want to help yourself, you tell them what they want to hear. That's Thomas Sowell. And, uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Mm Hmm. If you want to help yourself, you have to lie mm-hmm. so that you so that you get what you want, so that you yeah. manipulate reality. I feel like there's a little bit of an implied assumption here. Mm-hmm. Maybe if that's the thing we dare to explore first about this idea, because I think there's a possibility to help yourself without lying like yeah uh, is he implying that that if you help yourself you're selfish and and that's different from truth i think maybe it's a it's considering that sometimes when you convince yourself that you're telling people things they want to hear so that they feel better. You can convince yourself that you're doing it for them, but you're actually doing it for yourself because you don't want conflict or you don't want to seem like you're telling somebody they're doing something wrong or that something or that something could be. So maybe it's just a um, opening up a consideration that sometimes uh, we tell ourselves the wrong thing about our motivation or it's easy to Hmm. be convinced of something wrong about your own motivation sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That just made me think about a Kings of Convenience uh, lyric. Nice. How come all throughout history the loneliest people are the ones who always spoke the truth? Ones who always spoke the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Ones who made a difference. Yeah. Great song. Great song. Um, so easy. So easy listening. I think listening. it's so true. Bro. Would you consider that to be easy listening? They're so easy to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very delicate, very nice harmonies. Very soft, beautiful Just wake singing. Up, wake up, play boat behind. Oh. Start your day. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Okay, so I think that's, that's true. I mean, truth usually makes you lonely um, because... We're all, I don't know, I mean, do we get into what is true, what is true, what is not true, what is truth? I mean, yeah, we can get into what is truth, but you just made a claim there, and I don't really think that that's true, but truth... What was the claim again? You just said that truth makes you lonely. It usually distances you from people when the other, when when you are, you need to... You need to be the one who pronounces that truth. No, but it also pulls people together. 
It also pulls people together, you know, considering that truth is real and that there is something called truth and everyone. Totally. Yes, and if everyone, course. I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. It's both. No, I mean, just it's both hand in some cases. In some cases. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always some cases. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Uh, I don't know. But I guess, I mean, mostly because last last you. you yeah. Okay. Ty, last time we were ta- last time we started. Last time we were talking about aliens and we were talking about how um, it doesn't matter. I don't know if maybe we talked about last time, but we have talked about the fact that if someone feels like they were abducted by aliens and it, and it felt real and it felt truthful, felt more real mm-hmm. than real itself sometimes, it doesn't yes, matter. That's what they say. Then it doesn't matter if it's real or not. That experience is true and the impact is true and the like that's. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That that thing happened to that to that person. That thing happened. They experienced it as true. Right. Is it true for them or is it truth? Well, because that's the thing. I mean, you're you speaking, say, you're 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 not lying intentionally. But if you're talking about what is reality, you're lying mostly. Well, I'm not sure if they said like. If Greg well, was like, yeah. if Greg was like, oh, I got abducted by aliens yesterday and it felt real, 100% real and I'm terrified now and I have blah, 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 then you could say like, uh, yeah, like he got abducted by aliens yesterday. No, you could say most likely, bro, <laughs> most likely, Greg, I'm sorry to break this down, but you most probably just hallucinated that in a weird. That's what DMT people will tell Greg, dream. by the way. I feel bad for people who have yeah. alien encounters. Everyone's like, listen, you are making yes, this up, yeah. all right? Calm down. <laughs> You're crazy, you know? That was such a, that, I mean, being in that position must be it would change terrifying. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's a crazy? paradigm shift you're going through. You totally believe that happened to you. You can't yeah. explain it. It's more real than whatever yeah. you thought previously that was the real thing. And that crushes your whole... Yeah. understanding of the world now you know nothing now you start again from scratch almost. yeah and i think this goes back to something we were talking about on the last episode where when there's an anomaly and it doesn't fit anywhere and you can't explain it you just ignore it because it's it the impact yeah, yeah, of it's yeah. too great the impact of it is too big it, you would have to completely you would have to adjust your entire everything would have to be adjusted in order for that thing to fit within your current framework. So you just ignore it, you forget about it, your consciousness and your psyche does what it does best, which is forget most things. And it, mm-hmm. and it just it forgets and it writes it off and it says, probably just made that up or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's too dissonant, you know? And we do that, that all I the think, time, I think. I, th- yeah. I think, yeah, I think we're doing that right now as a society with, these, with the UFO stories. We're like, totally. ah, it's, it's just the, it's just weird stuff. I don't know. So let's say those guys that got abducted, they did, right? That's truth. Greg? Then, then if Greg is correct, Greg is so lonely because he spoke his truth. Well, so he's that gonna, would kind of make, but yeah. also if, if you're Greg and I'm your friend and I'm yeah. telling you, Hey Greg. Alien abductions are really not a thing. I mean, it's probably most likely 
that you experienced some sort of hallucination that just felt very real. But they probed uh, me, but, bro. Right. And so me speaking that truth, if, that's, if, the, if the case is that this is the truth, that would make me alien, alienate from you. You would alienate me because I would be a stranger in your house. I would, I would be a danger to your new understanding of the world. Yeah. And I, I guess that's what I meant wh wh when I said that if most people that speak their truth yeah. get alienated from, because the status quo is what mostly brings people together. And you're right. And the yeah. truth. I think that's why, I think that's why people don't want to hear, like the internet has brought out so many truths about so many things and so many institutions and so many people and so many, like there are real, yeah like corrupt and dark and horrible things mm -hmm. that have been un un unveiled by, I mean, even yeah, say previously they were just crazy conspiracy theories. Something even like WikiLeaks or any, any like yeah. there are so many things that have been revealed that um, are truths that you, that most people just don't want to in integrate because it's too alienating from worldview yeah. from not even look at not even consider and like feeling we're so yeah. far from accepting it but you, not even considering some of these things not only that i think it's very natural for people to want to get angry at people who are considering these things or thinking about these things because it says no 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 you are not going to obliterate my entire worldview of however I thought about institutions or government or power or you're not how you know when people start when thinking about you know well looking at these or looking at facts that are real it's like no I'm it's like my worldview is here I identify with it and that's how I live that's how I get by and I I don't like people will be attacked for that I think that's partly where a lot of attack comes from, from yeah. towards people who not, not, I'm not talking about really conspiracy theories, but like sort of like mm -hmm. people just theories. Who, I mean, people have theories, not I just like, theories, and, but looking at true things that have been uncovered that are really mm -hmm. hard to look mm -hmm. at because they, I guess the question for everything, for everyone is like, how do I know this thing I'm looking at is actually the real deal? How do I, tell fake from truth and you don't know even if, if it's you're, you're looking at some yeah well i, I don't I, know i mean i'm the figure yeah. of news outlets yeah. i mean i'm thinking about i mean the big one i mean the one of the first wikileaks thing you know the videos collateral damage the videos of the yeah, u.s military and all that stuff mm -hmm. and i still think a lot of people it came and went and you know people know that that's happening or that that happens but Especially with yeah, the U.S. But you don't, like people US don't know form. the context. You don't really know they're shooting at innocent people. Or, yeah, and just in general, like, you, like the idea that the motivation for war and foreign policy and, like, mm -hmm. government intervention overseas, the idea that the, a large motivating factor for that is profit is really hard. That's, I think, a big one. I think that's a big one where it's just don't even don't even try to. People don't want to like that's hard to believe. 
Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have much you don't have much power over that. It changes and a lot of things as well. So if yeah. you choose to believe that, then you ha then there's consequences in yeah. choosing to believe that. And I guess most people don't want to be in the wrong side of of the story, in the wrong side of understanding. Yeah. Like even if it's religion, you want to be in the right one. If it's uh, clubs, uh, like uh, ideologies, you want to. I don't know. Pe people choose to follow what they choose to follow because they believe that's the right thing, that's the right way to view the world, and they they engage in that. And so if someone comes along and says, no, this is not the right way to view the world, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's an alien. That's in, in most cases, at least in the beginning of the process, that's um, menacing or, or like... Um, yeah, because yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's telling you, hey, you're dumb. You're not as intelligent as you think you are. And it, that's right. that's a, a place with ego, like my like my whole well, it doesn't way of say, understanding the world is wrong. Yeah, the person coming in isn't saying that, but it could be interpreted as that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That person isn't isn't trying to say that, or I don't, you know. I guess someone, the most accurate way but, to say that ego would would be defensive in in, yeah. in in the first instance would be like, no, 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 I am correct. And I'll try to look for ways yeah. in which you're wrong and I'm right. It's almost maybe yeah, it's like, after that I can change my mind. Totally. It's that people have people have an understanding of the world and it's like an actual structure in the mind. And when someone mm. says something like that is so big or different or, or anomalous, anomalous, it yeah. uh, it's almost like a, a bomb going off that would obliterate yeah, a large like, or, part or, of the structure of, of the city, an earthquake. And it's like, yeah. why are you trying to destroy the city? Why are you trying to, mm -hmm. why are you trying to destroy my structure? Should I try to save it or should I let go? Yeah, it's, it is a threat. It's a threat yeah. to, to an actual structure, I think in some way or a, or a collection of beliefs. Sure. Um, and that can happen in a micro level on a, in a very simple conversation as well. Yeah. Like, for, for example, sure. if I say something and you're like, I don't think that's correct. Yeah. I'll try to look for ways to to either understand that I, what I just said and like maybe take it back or justify it. Right. Right. Yeah. There's 100 percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's always the case. So Maybe that's that's history. But the I mean, yeah. I mean, so. If <laughs> so, throughout history, I mean, recorded history, yes, is just um, attempts to be like, okay, so I guess this is what happened, and and because of this, um, it happened this way, and yeah. you know, I, I in most cases, recorded history is very ambiguous and very contradictory, and I think that's why. Yes, but you know, depending who you're. Depend, yes. Who's telling you the history? This is a big well, yeah. generalization claim. Yeah. History is crazy to think about. So crazy to the, think about. The stories telling <laughs> the us about the, the we, past and... Got say, here, yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that, like, you know, the narratives and the contradictions and the gaps and the unknowns and the... I mean... That's why it's so fun. The what ifs of history are so fun. That's why I love reading stuff yeah. like, you know, Graham Hancock and Fingerprints of the Gods and mm -hmm. past civilizations mm -hmm. totally. and all that stuff. It's so fun. It's like, 
Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. because there's enough of time frame to be like totally like any something like that could have happened, like time frame. Right. And I you also know? love the idea that history is told by the winners, by the, the conquerors or the ones who came out victorious and they were able to to, um, you know, push this narrative into the world. So that makes me think yeah. like I going think, back to the quote, to the Thomas Sowell quote, yes. if you want to help yourself, yeah. you tell them what they want to hear. Right. And at least in, in Mexican history, right. there's a lot of things that we were taught in school uh -huh. that are just not true. Like what? Like, like the, there's, a, there's a big story about the hero kids, the niños héroes. Okay. And there's this very patriotic story that we get uh, taught. Everyone gets taught that story. Yeah. And it's a very patriotic story about a soldier who sacrificed himself and wrapped around, wrapped around a, a <laughs> Mexican flag and all nice. this. Nice. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just an example that... Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. You of, don't want to get into the specifics and... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. um, but in the... In the current uh, mainstream popular belief this, this story has been proven fake yeah and so i guess if you're talking about history not mm -hmm. everything that you're reading in a history book is truth is most mo people tell things in yeah. their with their own details to push their own agenda and, totally. And, and we do that. We do that unconsciously mm -hmm. as well, I think. And that's, you know, I think that's one of the things that I guess, and I don't mean to bring in like postmodernism, but that's one thing that's true about the postmodernist idea or claim or worldview is like people had ad agendas and history and story. It's all, it's all narratives written by people who had a reason for writing it that way. For the most part. Yeah. And that's true. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's not a very, I don't think that's a very brilliant, personally, I don't think that's a very, like, I think for most people, it's like, of course, that. Sure. Yeah, that, yeah. That makes a, a lot of sense. It's a breakthrough idea. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I think history is written by the winners or, is that Churchill or I don't even know who it's. I have that. no idea. Uh, probably. I'm just, I wish yeah. I didn't say that because. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> now if it's not Churchill, you're just wrong. <laughs> I could have just said somebody, you know, I just somebody said I that. should just keep mm -hmm. it vague and then it's easier. To Lao Tzu said that. He <laughs> 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 did it. <laughs> what if he did? Um, yeah, history is written is uh, written by the winners and the losers. But usually you only see the one that was written by the winners. They got, mm -hmm. they got a better PR. Yes. They have better PR. Exactly. Exactly. But if they you have more marketing power. If you look, there's like, I mean, there's things written by everybody and it's, um, yes. Yeah. But it's a matter of what's popular belief, I guess. Yeah. The crazy part is we don't like, there's so much that we don't have written about. You, you start thinking about ancient Egypt or even Atlantis. Gobekli Tepe. Yeah, dude. I love that. Like, no, and most people don't know about that. And there's, there's nothing written. some agenda to suppress the fact that it exists. I have I no idea. I don't think there's an agenda no? to suppress okay. I'm that sorry. It I'm sorry. I'm so controversial. What is I'm that? I'm so controversial. <laughs> Where does Sometimes. that come from? There's always some... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, there, there's a lot of science that, that, that gets contradicted when 
some like some new very old site gets there's no science that gets contradicted what science you're right you're right that was a very bad <laughs> worded <laughs> claim it's all good i know what you mean though i know what scientists you mean. careers and not scientists uh, careers whole i don't books think and edit uh, i don't yeah i don't know it's a little bit hard to deal with in the linear progress narrative that is very popular within uh history and and archaeology and our timelines of of when people what, developed because it was what we it, think they were doing in that time frame gobekli tepe is a yeah. megalithic site or a collection of megalithic sites that is in turkey turkey yeah is it turkey uh, do you know it, i i i think it's and turkey it's, and it's about twelve thousand years old yeah twelve to fifteen thousand years old but it but it, it and it has a so it's all these rocks and and it's in a it's like kind of stonehenge there's like some circles and there's different shapes made out of these giant these giant stones and yep. uh there's some uh carvings on them and there's uh all kinds of different anim weird animals on them and uh uh it was the the mm -hmm. weird thing is is that it seems to have been intentionally buried because if you look at the the soil when they do the carbon dating the, the topographic the, mapping the not the topographic mapping i don't the, know i don't if, even know what that is <laughs> if you do the if you do yeah. the carbon dating the top of the soil that was tested is the same age as the bottom of the soil that was tested so okay, it, it okay, makes okay, sense okay. that the whole place was buried because okay. it was at the yeah. same time it went it got buried at one time because the soil is all the same age i thought they did some kind of mapping with like laser or pulsar mapping and, maybe they did i'm just saying and, that's not at and, all what i was talking about okay if they did that i think what what also they discovered is the what we know is there it's only like the tip of the iceberg like yes. there's so much yeah yeah there's right? so much buried yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's why i say it's a collection of yeah there's so, so how much. did they arrive that because of the carbon carbon footprint of the soil not foot yeah they did carbon dating on because you dating. can't you can't mm -hmm. carbon date rock you can carbonate okay. it's living material that you have to Got carbon it. date so yeah, okay they carbon dated the soil because it was because they had to dig it up and the top strata or the top layer is the same age as the bottom layer okay so it's not new soil they they did that intentionally so that's why they can they mm -hmm. think maybe it was intentional yeah which is mm -hmm. the weirdest thing um yeah. and and yeah it's it's 12 15,000 years old or old or something like that and it's sh like it shouldn't exist you're right like in the timeline it pushes it back really far yeah yeah, yeah. it's like nobody should and it introduces certain technology that megalithic sites exactly. or yeah yeah and some uh, alignment with stars and well that's right yeah. allegedly i have no idea if that's true though like i haven't i haven't no like there are alignments but it's like people saying i think this looks intentional and then any and it would have lined up at these dates or whatever and then yeah but, okay. but most like i'm at a university and i'm worried about my career and saying anything crazy so they would be like there's no alignments nice. that we mm -hmm. really believe like it would just maybe it's just chance or we don't know because it would push back it would push yeah, back yeah. our idea of when we've developed ideas of astronomy too far back and we don't want to make those claims yet because it would be dangerous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
so it's all that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, it is very... Um, That's it exciting. Is... The fact that there's information about our past that yes. we have no idea. Yeah. The, the amnesia part of the I Graham it. Hancock I uh, love it, argument. man. Yes. Yes. And I love those maps that are like this island is on this map. And if you look at it underwater, it's there. So it's like, oh, well, this map must have been made before mm -hmm. the, the last little ice age ended. Yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. it's all crazy and, stuff. And it, the mystery the, of, of why would they um, cover it in dirt? Is it preservation? Did they know right. in advance something was going to happen? Yeah. Where did they go? Yep. Because also they haven't found a lot of uh, like bones and like human bone stuff or or hu like yeah I don't know yeah me neither but my understanding about that I think I, I read this that it's mostly just structure rock structure um, so it's yeah. kind of like like the Mayans like where did they go yeah There's really and what no, is it no and what there. is it for like these weren't houses were these these weren't like were these little buildings or were these like it doesn't look like buildings it seems to look a lot mm -hmm. more like these were alignment to aligning to astronomical significant things and like that makes more sense that's what they seem to do that's what all these yeah. structures seem to do but it's yeah it's yeah. a mystery I mean, history is a mystery the, I, I i i would say that the Mysterious, hysterious. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's an attempt to understand a big mystery. Yeah. And we can't really be sure. But just the fact that some of these old sites and, um, you know, most, most prehistoric, pre <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I want to say pre-Spanic. In, <laughs> in, Amer in American terms, pre-Hispanic right. before the Spaniards. Yeah, yeah conquered um Spaniards. they had they, they had a a big relationship with cosmology and the yeah. stars yes and i think we've lost that a little bit or as as a you know as as not as i mean we do have way better technology to understand what's going on in space i'm not saying that we've, outsour we've outsourced so. it yeah we've outsourced, we've outsourced it, to, it like, to nasa <laughs> like <laughs> yes. a few people yeah like to people who are yeah, but it's true. And I think part of that, I mean, I think we've talked about this and it's, you know, it's commonly talked about, but that like because of pollution and lights and light pollution and we don't see the night sky in the same way that we would mm -hmm. if we didn't have some, so much light pollution. I think that makes a big difference. You know, it is yeah. when you go outside and it is a clear night and you see like even a few stars really clearly it's already mind-blowing yeah yeah dude let's not even talk about the first picture of a black hole you know that's so crazy i mean mm -hmm. it was science fiction for such a long time and now there's an actual photograph yeah um that's wow i was i listened to that um you've heard that rupert sheldrake ted talk um, or heard about Rupert Sheldrake's stuff on uh, when he wrote that book mm -hmm. called The Science Delusion or Science Set Free, and he's talking about the 10 main... I haven't read that, but I know what you're talking about. Thank yeah, you. the 10 yeah. main dogmas of science, and mm -hmm. uh, he goes through them. 
And I love, I love that. I wish it wasn't so fringe to do that kind of a thing. You know, I wish it wasn't so fringe or you weren't so outcast if you were considering how maybe some of the things we take for granted are, are fact. Maybe it's maybe, Mm -hmm. and looking into how we got to know some of the things we know within the dogma of the scientific worldview or, um, yeah, rationality. Yeah. Pure rationality and pure logic. Yeah. Because we've already said, like, there's so many things we don't understand. And so, like, trying to fit everything into your own logic mm-hmm. or someone, else, someone else's logic for that. I mean, it, most people have someone else's logic they, they're trying to um, uh, fit the world into, I guess. And mm. so we, I, I, we tend to think that that logic we should follow is... Uh, rational scientists um well i agree with that me too me too yeah, me yeah, too yeah. me too me too so most i mean most people are trying to fit the world into into that system which i'm not saying is wrong mm-hmm. um but i guess there's a big argument towards like rationality and logic has their limits have their limits yeah yes by yeah and I, but I think the, one of the saddest things is the, is the connection of the scientific process with the scientific community's worldview, which seems to be, have become this dogmatic collection of ideas, which is, I think, which I think his, Rupert Sheldrake's point was, which I think is so true. It's like, you should be able to apply the inquiry of falsification and hypothesis based exploration in a scientific process, but have ideas and theories that question and, and uh, are outside of the dogmatic worldview, you know, where it's because it's, it's not fun. It's because it's kind of stagnant right now. And I think you and I like to like, just consider and think about things Mm -hmm. that, you know, might be outside a purely reductionist materialist worldview and it's because it's fun i think and yeah. and it's valuable in some way i think because we the don't attempt is valuable. we don't yeah, have all the answers you know and i mm-hmm. think and um mm-hmm. yeah i think we're due for a a alchemically backed like an alchemic like a resurgence a resurgence of esotericism in the mm-hmm. background okay that that fuels kind of like a new scientific renaissance of inquiry yeah yeah that's yeah, what yeah. i that's what i would love to see you know i would love to see a a re and maybe and i and maybe you know i'll be lambasted for this i would like to see a, a lot of people reconnect what had been severed of this sort of more spiritual, metaphysical side mm-hmm. of people to the scientific endeavor, the scientific worldview, to mm-hmm. fact, in the same way that, like, um, that um, in history, like in, in old Greek and in, in schools of science, 
that yeah. there, there was that unification of, of God, science, and that these subjects weren't separate subjects that were isolated, that they were unified, and mm -hmm. that the world was seen as this sort of unknown, beautiful, mathematical uh, structure of unknown substances that were driven by beautiful cosmic metaphysical forces. Mm -hmm. And that we'll try to understand them, but they have the beauty and power of like religious kind of connotations behind those mm -hmm. inquiries yeah. and behind those thinking, those the thinking. And there was like this abstract mm -hmm. element of it that that felt powerful and and very inspirational because you were trying to understand every you were trying to understand you could say god or you could say but you were in that space and you were reverent of it and it was massive mm. and beautiful and grand and harmonious yes, yes and, we need uh, this and Let's i think start this the alchemical <laughs> renaissance Let's do it. Yeah, because I think that continued on. That's what the resurgence was before the 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 mm -hmm. like some you know Rosicrucian Enlightenment. Francis Yates yeah. would say, but yeah, this yeah, yeah. this Enlightenment that had that in the background, and I think it sure. does. Yeah, and I feel like recently we've been doing a very poor job with the New Age spirituality movement. That's gotta yeah. that's um, you know it's it's been growing for for a while. Um, but I think it has its flaws. And so mm -hmm. something like the alchemical esoteric uh, renaissance I, you're talking about <laughs> sounds like a good uh, alternative for people that are looking, yeah. looking into this, wor into this uh, world. Yes. Yeah. It's got, mm -hmm. yeah, the new age, is, it's got a lot of flaws, I would say. I, yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. I wish I could turn every new age spiritual guy into big wave surfing, save his life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just sweet, just, yeah. just start surfing waves. Well, I don't, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> unless, unless their well-being is incredibly benefited by their belief system, then I guess all the power to them, you know? That's right. I, I don't mean I want to convert anyone into anything. Mm. Um, we don't need to create more disciples. We need to create more free-thinking, inquiry-seeking, yeah. curiosity-inducing yeah. people. Yeah. Yes. How do we do that? By continuing to open this hour-long conversations yeah. into and putting them out there into the virtual space where someone can encounter them yeah. and use them as tools, as Encourage ways. people to do the same too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I'm sure people... Practice. I'm sure there's, you know, so many, so many people would listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, the intellectual level of this conversation is is a pedestrian so and they, low. <laughs> they have no idea what they're talking about and and we don't then it's like nice join yeah. in you know what <laughs> totally yeah let us know call us what you think 
<laughs> call us. Call us at 5800. 5800. <laughs> uh, spoken openness. What is it? Ne- for next episode, we'd have a legit number. You yeah. can leave a message. We should have a we should have a uh, a mail email. Yeah, or or if if someone's listening to this and you've got a question, yeah. an insight, you can write a comment. You're probably listening to this on YouTube, and so just scroll yeah. down a little bit, click there where it yeah. says write a comment, and we haven't done an- go we for haven't it. we yeah. haven't made any efforts to share or spread these yet. So we haven't made any at all. Any, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not even like uh, welcome. Yeah. Which actually, is I'll on this episode. Part I'll of be the, the first, I'll be the first one to write a comment. I'll write a personal comment on this episode. Nice. And be the first one to break the ice. Let's, nice. Let's start there. I haven't been able to follow the thread of our conversation as well. Maybe it's the flu medicine, or maybe it's just the flu. But um, mm-hmm. I can't remember where we were. Do you want to talk about? Uh, 10 questions a little bit yeah 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 let's do it so we have uh, an idea um, i'm bringing context we have this idea to come up with 10 very important questions for us yeah that we feel like we could ask uh, guests mm-hmm. the same question over yeah. and over again no, not the same game. The same game. Oh my God. How are we going to achieve that? I think, and also, and just let's try to, in the spirit of spoken openness, let's try to, uh, what, what are these 10 questions? What are the things that would uh, yeah. qualify them? What are some things that would qualify them? I would say maybe the first thing I could think of is that they would be... Uh, 10 things that, or things that we've continuously tried to answer or maybe thought about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, things worthy of a long, of a long process. Right. And things, things that can't that be don't easily... lead to a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and some of them are even a little bit of an impossibility in yeah. itself. Yeah. And that that makes it that makes the questions worth asking. Yeah, or worthless to some people. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and yeah. you know that's that's where the guest kind of um, what am I trying to say? Regardless they, of guest, they will. Yeah, yeah, they they will reflect their worldview through the attempt of answering the question. Yeah, my worry is that. I mean, you have to take a risk, I guess, to try to answer these questions because you, you really risk seeming a certain way or you risk mm-hmm. being uninformed. Criticism. You, you risk a lot of criticism because they're, I don't know, yeah. Like, for instance, I don't know, like, like what is God, I think, is a good question. Yeah, yeah. And within that, you... Is there a God? Use your definition of that word. Use your interpretation. Use your opinions and, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that... That's the self-diagnosis part, I guess, where you choose, I, to, you choose your definition right. automatically I, before, yeah. I think that we have to say it that way instead of is there a God because that's yes or no and 
Got it. We're I limited agree. to people's understanding, I, I think, of what mm-hmm. they consider that to be, and then they'll just say yes or no. So the phrasing of the question is also very important. I think what is. What is. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know. And what some, do you think? What do you think God is? What happens when you add that? Is it, It's kind of like well, think, safer? You th- you Cre- think create, imp- a, create a safe environment of the question? I think it's implied, though. Don't you think it's implied? He's not going to tell us what somebody else thinks or he or she or somebody. Maybe people do. I don't know. Maybe, I, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it makes it so that it's not a guess. It's not a... It, you just implied it that whatever they're going to reply, it's going to be made in a safe zone because it's just an opinion. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Could work as a... As a um, you know, like a bring bring down your defense tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's and, a, and do, when we introduce the the podcast as well, we 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 might want to reinforce the ideas that the 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 fact that we're asking the questions is so that you can be free in this space to just speak your mind. Right. You don't have to be either right or wrong about anything. Right, and also. And the point is also to, as much as possible, don't start from things you've already said before or things you've already, phrases that you've said before. Try to come up with new phrasings for what you feel like you think is true right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is hard to do, but I think that's one of the, cool things about the process of trying to do these of having these conversations is as much as possible as much as i can remember to to uh hold that in my mind as i as we have the convo i think that's Mm -hmm. a that's part of it that's cool is to phrase things on the fly yeah as true as as honestly as possible um, right, and of- people people don't have the the space to do that. So the fact that we're creating uh, the questions and the the um, the protocol, you know, it's just the the way you start the conversation, the the way you list the the questions, the order the questions are introduced. Mm. Um, I think all of that is just creating the space so that the guests feels safe mm-hmm. and and open to explore this this crazy mysteries mm-hmm. do you think uh what are should we try to come up with a couple other questions mm-hmm. so what is god yeah. are all questions what is what is possibly we possibly. could start by just na- saying what is and then naming some other things and then seeing if there's better ways to phrase them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, should we what is consciousness? about truth consciousness Totally. Yeah. What yeah. is consciousness? What is truth? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it has to be open. Because I think in understanding how someone starts asking that question, you'll have follow-up questions that will... N- narrower because within what is consciousness you will if someone is explaining oh well it's a mechanistic part of the brain that's an emergent property that 
is only a result of billiard ball model, yeah. then it's like you would say, okay, well then, so then there's no collective aspect of it or is there a collective aspect of it or, you know, so then there's like ways of you to, I guess, yeah, yeah, go yeah. deep, more precise, but. And maybe we don't even get to the, through all the questions. Yeah. Because. If it's if it's interesting and there's places to exactly. go, it could it could keep going. Yeah. If the guest allows for a deeper exploration yeah. on that one question, like we could even do a one hour in yeah. what is God. Yeah. And well, we could do more than that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's the greatest hits. But we, like we don't need to go through ten questions in a two-hour interview. No, no. Necessarily. I so. think part of looking at these questions is also kind of defining what we talk, what are the main kind of, what are some main subjects that come up on this podcast? Or what mm -hmm. are, like, what are we unconsciously kind of dancing around sometimes yeah, in our convos, trying to figure out? Um, and we yeah. go, we approach things in different ways and we'll bring things up from whatever perspective we're currently in based on the conversation that led us there. But mm -hmm. it's sometimes, you know, we get into similar topics for sure yeah and different ways to approach topics as well so we got god we've got truth yeah consciousness, consciousness. creativity is also a very common um mm -hmm. theme right yeah um how so do what do you right think yeah. what do you think our our conversation about um about holding beliefs that may not the utility of holding beliefs that may not be provable but for their utility as benefiting your life do mm -hmm. you know that like that the usefulness of belief right the usefulness of belief regardless of validity yeah yeah does that just like go into what what does belief do for us people might even belief? choose to touch on that with the first, with the what is god question right people we, might go there it's part of that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah yeah but it could it could be a different question like what do you believe mm -hmm. maybe you add an adjective like what do you believe yeah uh, essentially what do you essentially believe it's true. you know it could know. be a fun one uh, yeah what ideas or what what ideas or subjects are useless to what ideas and and subjects are useless are pointless to explore yeah mm hmm hmm because okay. yeah that made me think of another one just okay me, because i i just bring that up because i think then we'll be like well what if you had this or this and then mm -hmm. and almost immediately i think yeah because i don't know if i believe that there's anything that's pointless to explore i guess maybe there's things that are might be pointless to explore for a long long time mm -hmm. or obsessed over or obsessed yeah, over right. yeah, no, yeah. Mm -hmm. i guess so maybe i have to rephrase it to be like what's what mm -hmm. are ideas that are pointless to even look at at all investigate yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. um what current popular nar narratives yeah or beliefs um, do you b believe are false that are going on currently in, in culture? Like what? Mm. Or science. Is, is, or science, yeah. Or what popular belief do you, do you think it's just false? 
Something. Yeah, about history, about reality, mm -hmm. about... Something big that a lot of people believe and you think it's just not true. Yeah. How Is do we... Something? I guess, and we, and we can wrap, wrap up because, mm -hmm. but how do we get, how do we get people to respond and really think about it and not feel like they have to panic and think of the first thing that comes to mind that may not be, Yeah. you know Maybe what I mean? We, we send the questions in advance, give, give them mm. a chance to think about think it. So? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying mm. that might be a solution for that. So that they but then don't it's going to be prepared or pre-prepared. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be... Very overanalyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, but, but it's fun. I think we should continue this exploration on the next uh, episode. Yeah, me too. I hope, you know, well, nobody listens to it anyways. But <laughs> I hope it wasn't boring to just go into podcast. If there's one podcast, person... Podcast talk. <laughs> If there's just one person out there listening, you are not nobody. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> You're appreciated and You're you appreciated. can do anything you set your mind to. Yes, you can. Um, thanks for the convo. Likewise. See you in the next one. See you in the next one. Peace. Peace.